Hello and welcome to Women of Substance. I have a very special guest today, and her name is Angel Kamenzuli, a wonderful woman and very inspiring. I like her enthusiasm, and I hope you catch some of it today uh, through this interview. Um, she has started a growth group for business owners, and I think that's so exciting. She said she was directed of the Holy Spirit to do that, and I believe it because of the results she's had. Um, and this group is, of course, female and male. So uh, it's helped a lot of people. They meet once a week and they have a curriculum and it's called Well Done. It's really interesting. And I think you'll learn a lot. You know, you might can even go to get some more information. We'll have her website up and different things so that you can uh, look at what all she's doing. But I encourage you to listen and just be empowered today by her and then um, call other people, tell them about the uh, podcast and let them be blessed as well. Hello and welcome to Women of Substance today. I have a very special guest, Angel. How are you doing today? Wonderful. Thank you. Thanks <laughs> for inviting me to be with you. Well, well, sure. It's a privilege to have you and um I know that you do a lot of a lot interesting things, and I know our audience will want to hear all about everything. Um, but I, I did notice in your biography that you were born again, saved at a pretty young age, that mm -hmm. you've been in church most of your life, yeah. and uh, that you've served the Lord and really dedicated yourself to His work. And even though you might not be full-time ministry, as we say in some circles, you know, um, you're certainly in uh, some powerful places and positions that where you operate in ministry and uh, in relationship with businesses and, and other aspects that we'll talk about today. But let's start, um, if you don't mind, because I think this is so interesting and so um, important uh, that you have a growth group that you started for business owners. Can you tell us about that? It was birthed in, um, <laughs> the funny thing happens when you try to tell God, no, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was really what had happened. So, um, so here I, I am, uh, the patient liaison for a chiropractic office locally. And so I don't see, I was hired for marketing and, and things like that. And I hate the word mark, anything that sounds like sales. I hate it. Uh, although I've only ever been in sales. To some <laughs> in my life, but I hate it. Um, so because I'm about relationship, I'm, I don't, I don't like the transactional. Mm -hmm. Um, it's the long term, it's the relationship building that I love. So, um, so anyway, I, as I'm, I'm a bridge between our office and the community. And I came to have a deep, compassionate spot in my heart for business owners. Mm -hmm. Most of the time they will, they will provide health insurance for their employees, but they themselves are, they don't have any coverage. And so they, they get lost in the mix. And so they're working on their business and in their business and, and their health is declining and they're losing their minds. And, and so I made it my goal to help as many business owners as I could, um, just with, and had nothing to do with chiropractic care. Just like, you know, so what, what's going on? How in the world can I come alongside you and help you? What is it that you're struggling with? Cause if I know somebody, I'll connect you right now. Yes. And so that's been three years that that mm -hmm. thing that has grown and developed. And 
John, Dr. John and I have sat down many times and talked and he said, um, your, your method of marketing is so uncanny. Nobody else has done anything like this because it really doesn't have much at all to do with chiropractic care. I'm like, oh, but it does. <laughs> it's an alignment. Yeah. Everything that I talk about is an alignment of some sort. And that's what the, the core of chiropractic is, is proper alignment. And what happens when you're disjointed? And then what happens then when you're realigned? And so those are bridge conversations to have with literally everyone. Yeah. No matter what they do for a living. And so uh, my husband and I had gone through a very difficult relationship um, where there ended up being a parting of ways of the friendship. But the connection was still regular. We go to, you know, we were attending church at the same place that, you know, they were. So we were seeing them all the time. And there was a, a huge breach of friendship that happened professionally that bled the personal. So for a year, almost a solid year, God had me in a place where he had called me into a season of be still and know that I am God and you are not. <laughs> yeah. I will get in there and fix it. And that was not my place. He, he showed me very clearly which canoe I was supposed to paddle. And I was trying really hard. I wanted to paddle his canoe and that just wasn't the one. So he had me in a season of, of be still, not for me exactly to shut my mouth and be silent, but to let him be who he is. And that was just going to work out so much better. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, there was the moment of, um, of, of, uh, what am I trying to say? Resolve. It was resolve and it was. It was divine. I could have never accomplished that on my own. And so when I walked away from that situation, my husband and I both, oh my gosh, I was free. I was free. I, oh, and it was the best feeling. So on a Monday, I'm headed to my first networking meeting and I'm, nothing is different. I praise God. I sing. I talk to him like he's in the front seat of my car with me. People that pass me might think I'm Captain Crazy Pants and that's fine. <laughs> so, um, I'm thanking God. I'm thanking him so much for bringing resolve to that situation and how my heart is just free. And when I was taking a breath, getting ready to say my next thing to God, he laid on me. I want you to start a group for business. Mm -hmm. And I went, nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't, I'm already in so many different groups, networking groups and and, and business builders of sort. I don't have time. Yeah. And, and he said, I want you to start. <laughs> business owners. I said, I don't, I'm not even a business owner. I don't have a place to speak. Like that's not my voice. I help them, but I'm not one. And he said, I want you to start <laughs> a group for businesses. And it's not a networking group. It'll be a growth group to teach business owners how to build their business my way and not the world's way. So I stopped, I stopped talking. <laughs> I called my daughter whom I am now just, Oh, we're, we're the closest. And it's the, it's the relationship that has brought me so much joy. So she's 29 now. And uh, I called her and I said, you are not going to believe crazy conversation I have with God this morning. Cause she's in a similar place herself. And so I told her and she's snarky. Like she, might come by it, honestly. And uh, <laughs> I'm really thinking that she's going to join up with me like, oh, wow, that's crazy. I wouldn't want to do that either. And she says, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, what are you, when are you going to do this? And I said, did you hear what I told, I, I told him I don't want to. And she says, 
well, you don't like water and you don't like to fish. So you're not positioning yourself very well. I said, I have no idea what that's even supposed to mean. And she's like, Jonah. No. <laughs> I was like, Oh God, you've got a really incredible sense of humor. He's my snarkiest kid. <laughs> Man. And so finally I submitted and said, yes, fine. I'll do it. And, but I think that I really went about it like Jonah. Fine. Okay. He got vomited out of the whale. Imagine what that scene must have looked like for the moms <laughs> on the shoreline. Run. Yeah. <laughs> so, so kicking and screaming, I go and, uh, and I was like, I don't even know what this group is going to be called. Like, what, I don't even know what to do. And so I'm talking with my other friend. Her name is Jessica. And, um, we were talking about iron sharpens iron, but I don't like that because there's so many groups called iron sharp. So I don't want to be like anybody else because again, snarky. And, uh, so she said, well, the whole point and purpose of this life is to be for God to say, you know, well done, thou good and faithful servant. And I was like, oh, where's, where is that in the Bible? And she's like, I don't know. And I was like, well, it is written somewhere. We'll find it. And, uh, she got on Amazon. She's like, oh, look, there's a book called well done. And it confirmed in my spirit. God said, well done, thou good and faithful servant. And I was like, Dang it. <laughs> One more leg into me saying no, but now it's a kicking and screaming. Yes. And so then, so I was like, fine, we'll start it, but it's going to, it's right before Christmas. People are busy. And I went to say, nobody's going to even show up. I didn't get those words. The W was formed in my mouth and immediately like he, he went into kind of like dad mode, uh, arrested that. Do not speak those words. The power of life and death are in your words. Mm. Say that. So it's yeah. like, we're not going to say it. And I, and that really, that, that moment has made me put what the words that come out of my mouth on the forefront of my mind. So I speak yeah. differently now than I did last year, less than a year ago. And so, uh, so we started two weeks before Christmas and in my head, I'm like, <laughs> And people showed up. I put it on Facebook. People I didn't even know showed up. People in other networking groups that I never would have imagined that they would come because I had my own opinion based on a couple of things like what they may or may not have thought about God. And they showed up in the room, but they showed up hungry. Oh, that's remarkable. And so now the group has morphed into the thing that I thought in my mind that that was done and over with into January. Mm. And so the testimonies that have come out of what God birthed <laughs> and I went kicking and screaming. I am so grateful. I'm so grateful. Sure. A part of this, God called me to start it. He didn't call me to run it for life. He just called me to start it. So that's why I tell oh. him facilitator. It's, yeah. not, it's ours. It's ours. Right. That's wonderful. And y'all meet once a week. Once a week, we meet every Friday and we started out at Oasis Coffee Spot, which I love that place because the people that own it are pastors. Yeah. And, um, so everything, it's actually, they also house the only brick and mortar um, a Christian bookstore left in Pasco. I almost want to say in at least the three county area in hmm. including Hillsborough. And so I, they get a lot of my money. Um, I love that bookstore. But so we outgrew it. And uh, so God provided. And I mean, when I say he provided, I mean it. It was very similar to 
how well done started. Only this time, I just said yes. <laughs> I just said yes. He told me to make a U-turn, and I made a U-turn immediately. And and then God provided us not just a bigger space, but a space with, at this point in the vision, unlimited growth potential. He gave us the mall. Oh yeah. So they open early for us. We we get there at eight. There's two um, food vendors that open early for us specifically. And, um, and we have unlimited usage of the mall. Wonderful. And it was a God thing. Yeah. And, and that story too, that's so many stories. I, I really got to get with Shannon and write this book. I just got to get this book. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, it, and I don't know what I'm going to call it. Maybe just God is so good because he is. Yes, he is. He is. And he leads us, you know, step a step at a time at a time. And uh, sometimes we don't even know the next step. It's, it's interesting how we have to just take that step by faith, yes. you know, and know that he's going to bring the rest. Um, I, what would you say to a person um, who might want to start a business? Mm-hmm. Um, they want to own a business. Um, what would you say? Because I feel like um, the people that I've met over the years, um, especially women, uh, have a little problem with insecurity, maybe not the confidence that they need. Um, they have potential and ability, you know, and wow. great ideas, et cetera. But the confidence level sometimes is lacking where, right. the, you know, men go ahead full force, you know, we're going to do this. <laughs> so what, what would you say to a woman who wants to start a business? Well, so I found that there's, there's, there's solidly two types of people <laughs> that go into, um, take, they take it from a, an idea. They have an entrepreneur's heart, um, mm-hmm. being somebody else's employee, um, and being controlled by somebody else. So there's a lot of motivators that bring a person to a place of stepping across that threshold and saying, I'm doing it. And, um, so so there's the one that is very insecure. So then they second guess themselves. Once they get to the threshold, they want to step across that threshold so bad, but they're so insecure to the enemy and they don't even realize that it's the enemy talking to them. Um, yeah. you're not, you're not qualified. Oh, you want to, you want to be a pressure washer and you're a woman, mm-hmm. the man's world. You're, they're going to annihilate you. Right. You get, you have such a great idea and it just gets it's one of the soils that where the seed is thrown and like the, the birds come and they pluck it out before it even has yeah. a place to take root. Um, and then there's the other personality where they don't know what insecurity is. <laughs> they don't just step over it. They run right through that door. And so then they, they've already set up their company and, and it's not the greatest setup. Maybe it should have been an escort, but it, they started out as a, a you know sole proprietor or whatever. Um, they've got business cards, but they've not registered with the state of Florida on <laughs> like all these carts before the horses and there's no movement and they don't know why that nothing's moving around. They've got all of the parts that they need. Well, put the cart before the horse. Kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> They're very different conversations. And the easiest conversation to have is the one that is the person that's insecure. Is mm. the conversation to have because they've not stepped into all of the next step parts, like the, you know, the legal, the, the setups of going to the bank. Well, I can't open an account because I don't, haven't set my business up online. It's not an LLC. It's not, it's not anything, but it's the insecurity and they don't even know what they want to name it. And so 
those are the times where not only is it the easiest conversation to have about the insecurity, because I can, I can speak life and remove the death because they're not my words, they're God's. And so I've been able to, to speak with, you know, people who are Christians and so many people who are not. And the conversations are beautiful. They're, they're so open and so respect receptive because the life that's getting spoken into them is not just them personally, but it's, it's them almost prophetically for the profession that they want to step into. Right. Um, and so God seems to have like absolute free reign in those conversations with hardly any pushback, a little pushback, like, Oh, but I just don't know, you know, so they want to hang on to that insecurity because it feels familiar. And, um, so it's just speaking God's word, you know, darkness goes away when the light comes on. Right. But sometimes you got to find the other light switches. Like you need light actually everywhere in the room. And then they can step confidently into now that the insecurity, I really am qualified. God doesn't call the qualified. Mm-hmm. Do that. Moses couldn't talk for nothing. He had a stuttering problem. So God gave him Aaron, you know, yeah. God gives you what you need for the calling that he's laid on your heart. And, uh, so, but then the, on the flip side, oh boy, <laughs> we, they're, they're so excited. And so then I have to actually pray that God will like put a governor on my mouth. And that really, that, that the words that come out of my mouth are Holy spirit led because the last thing I want to do is tear down sure excitement and the enthusiasm because I mean, you don't want to just shoot down somebody's spirit. Right. And I've been in a situation where the name was just, it, it just the name made no sense. Like, <laughs> and so he really needs, and he's already branded himself and it, and it's makes no sense. <laughs> so, but even those conversations have ended in such deep clarity where maybe they didn't change a whole lot of what they already got the ball rolling on, but they enter a different level of confidence. Because now it's not buckshot. Yeah. Now I have more of a sense of clarity of like, actually, now I have, now I know why I really want to do this. I just wanted to do it before, but now I have a, a deeper sense of understanding like why I actually want to do it, where my motivation's really coming from. And so instead of it being like this, it, then it goes like this. Yeah. So, so that's been helpful. So I kind of answered your question, I think. <laughs> yes, you did. Every, every, every conversation is so different, but the core of every single one of them is Jesus. Yeah. Jesus loves you and he's put this burning desire in you for a reason. Right. So at first. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, um, you know, the business world and in the world is, is just, uh, interesting, <laughs> especially you know, in the last maybe 20 years, it's just uh, just really different than it used to be. You know, I think that because really, I think the Bible's been removed out of so many of our institutions um, that, that, you know, the foundation is not laid um, on really how to uh, run a business with integrity and character and, um, you know, morally and, you know, and, um, so, you know, uh, I think that what you're doing is so important and not just so that people, 
uh, can trust a business when they're doing business with them, but also for the people who are uh, the entrepreneurs, um, they uh, are going to find, you know, such stability in God, you know, in Christ and um, trust. And, you know, you've got to have all those things if you're going to you know, do a business. I mean, it is, it's work, you know, to, uh, we, my um, parents had a motel in Panama city beach and my dad started it, built it. And, uh, so, you know, we, we experienced that as children, we all worked at motels, family owned and family run, and we did everything. So we learned, you know, the first 10 years you're going to do, you're going to work like a dog. <laughs> you know? Um, not that that's bad, but yeah, you have to pour your life into it, you know, and then, you know, then comes the rewards, right. of, you know, of a, a business that actually then really uh, compensates you well. And in, thank God, you know, we had those years too, but um, it takes so much determination, doesn't it? To, to see things through and to see things done well, like you're talking about. And, um, I think that uh, it's easy to throw in the towel and quit if you don't have the Holy Spirit, don't you think? Oh, it's fibrous. You can't yeah. separate it. And and when you do try to separate it, it's very, very painful. Yeah. Um, I don't know how people do life without Jesus. Truly. Mm-hmm. I really don't. Um, but I talk to them all the time. And, you know, where where you can see something so clear and and you even can can explain it to them in clear and concise ways. They they're not in the place to receive it. And right. it hurts. It actually is a painful conversation because I'm like, right there. If you just yeah. listen. <laughs> just, just listen yeah. for a second. And um but you know they hang on with the kung fu grip to the yeah. only thing that they knew. Um and and this is where we can very quickly get to the very deep end of the pool and stay there. No floaties. <laughs> no lifeguard and because it is, but we are a shallow society now. Mm-hmm. So many levels that used to matter, but now they don't. Yeah. And, you know, you've got, if you're on YouTube for 15 seconds, it's going to be a matter of moments before a blip is going to pop up. You know, I can teach you how to get rich quick right now. Do you want to make $300,000 a day? Oh my right. gosh. A business coach nowadays, I bless their heart. They've got their work cut out for them because people want to just say that they started a business and they just want the money to come. Right. Yeah. No investment. And that's not how it works. Right. How it works. And explaining that to people um, and giving them an actual expectation is not a conversation that that a number of people want to have. Right. Yeah. So outside of Jesus, which is the soil, the seed, the harvest, the, the, the rain that comes from above and below, like without that, mm-hmm. I'm very quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, dude. Let me know how it's going to work out for you. I can be a, I can, you can vent to me later. Cause I have a feeling that you're going to need to. <laughs> and that's what happens. That's what happens. Right. So now in these classes, uh, do you have a curriculum that we you do. use? So we have a book called Well Done, um, 12 Biblical Principles um, to Run Your Business for Kingdom Impact. And the author's name is Ken Gosnell. 
And I'd love to meet him. I tag him all the time. <laughs> Whoever that guy is. The book is really brilliant. But if I'm being honest, when I first got the book and I looked at chapter one, I'm like, this is kind of backwards. Like, what do you mean take the second step? We got we to talk about the first step first. <laughs> like, what we're, we're going about this wrong straight out the gate. The book has been all but perfect, really, in laying the foundation um, for what a kingdom-minded, well-done CEO business looks like. Mm-hmm. And so we've gotten a couple of people that have started halfway through. And I tell people, you know, we don't have attendance. This isn't a networking group, although networking happens for sure. There's sure. a lot of money that's been passed in that room, but networking is not the focus. Networking happens. Every, I'm, I'm part of many networking groups sure. and I loved and was appreciative that God said specifically, this is not a networking group. This is going to be a growth group. Right. You're not going to, you're not going to come to well done, regardless of who is standing up there with the, with the marker in front of the whiteboard and not get something significant for you. Right. Regardless of how many times you come. So we don't have an attendance policy, but now people are finding like, okay, I really don't want this because we got so much from last week and now we're building on it for this week. And every week is a build. Um, and then we do a Facebook live afterwards. And so we don't, we don't film it live because there's a lot of vulnerability that ends up happening in the room. Maybe it's, it's usually unplanned. Um, so those are things that we don't want to share with the world. Um, but we share key components of what we learned. We've had people that have come a couple of times and, and then they haven't come back but then they've reached out later and they want to come back. Um, the group is growing, but we have asked God, we just want the people in the room that you have called. Right. You called this group into, into a, a birth spot and you will bring the people into the room that you want for the season that they're, that they're in. Maybe it's just a short one and maybe now it's for lifelong. You sure. know, someone that knows what that looks like. I, I don't have to know what it looks like anymore. I'm not nearly the control freak. Now <laughs> that I was <laughs> definitely. So, so this book has been um, so instrumental. I've learned so much. Like I said, at the end of January, any idea or expectation that I had had been blown away. Yeah. So, so the, the learning, the, the practical applications in the world with, with partnering, with marrying, the principles that God has a lot to say about business owners and money. Yeah. And it's not just delineated to tithe. Right. But, but how we do one thing is how we do everything. Right. And so we've just come into completely different understandings of, of what business should look like. And now what does my business look like according to what God's word says? And massive shifts have been made in the room. Business plans have been changed. Business names have been changed. And, um, cancer has been healed in the room. So it's not awesome growth for businesses. Listen, he heals everything. Yeah. And, um, and, and so those are the things that we're experiencing. That's wonderful. Almost according to the world standards, bizarre would be a word that has been, (laughs) but we know that God, he has always, and he still does and will always operate in signs, miracles, and wonders. Sure. And he healed then, he heals now. He spoke then, he speaks now. Um, 
there's there, God doesn't turn those things off for just people. Right. And you have both men and women there. Not as many men as I would like, but, um, but the two men that are in there, the, like one of them is a missionary and he's also a handyman. And then we have another handyman. So we've got two competitors that collaborate and share referrals back and forth. I can't get to this job. Can you do it? And so there's a lot of really good um, synergy business-wise that's happening yeah. too, because when you bring Jesus into the mix, hearts become softened and we look at each other differently. So now you're not my competitor. You're my companion. Sure. And, um, and so I feel like strongholds, mindsets that are subliminally taught even right. uh, are, are being dissolved, which that's is another huge blessing in the room. Well, sure. That's great. Um, have you had businesses that weren't doing so well improve? Have you seen (laughs) that happen? Yes. So, um, there's one lady named Dawn and she actually went into partnership with her, with her business partner in January. They launched in January. So she was one that came, she's been there. She's one of the founding facilitators right along with me. And when I was having that struggle with God, when I called my daughter, so I was like, you know what? I'm calling somebody else. <laughs> so and she confirmed God's words to you. <laughs> so, um, so she's been part of it too. Well, so when they, they actually started, she, it was perfect timing for her to start the book the same month that they started their business. And, um, and the, one of the most beautiful stories as part of well done's growth is so they do commercial lending. And uh, they help you as a business owner to separate your personal social security number from your business EIN number. So you get loans for your business that do not have your social security number attached to it. I didn't even know that that was a thing. So that they provided wonderful education in the room for what it is that they do. And so, um, but you know, when you're starting out and that's a, that's a sharp hit, they've got so many competitors and, and big ones and they've got longevity that's against them too. And so here they're just, you know, they're swimming in a really good um, So she has got 20 something years of mortgage lending behind her too. So she's, she, she's not just starting in something green. She brings with her a wealth of knowledge and understanding of the, of her industry. Well, but now they're a new business and they're not getting a paycheck and she's praying and asking God, like, how are we going to do this? Her husband is retired. They have a very limited income and they've got five grandbabies. Mm. they're not raising any of them, but still, you know, they've got a a large household. So she's got many stressors because she's not just her business. (laughs) She's right. All of, all of these things. So she's praying and asking God reveal to me and her business partner, by the way, is not a Christian. Mm -hmm. And so there was a struggle. Yeah. Then there was a breakthrough. And, um, so she had been sharing with him some of the knowledge that she what that God was pouring into her during, during the group and she was sharing. And so we were all learning and growing even through her with what God was sharing with her. Right. She's sharing them with her, her business partner. And he came to her. Um, this was four months ago, about four months ago and said, um, he, he was involved in something. It was, it was just an entanglement. And, and I told Donna, I said, you know, it's, there's an unequally yoked thing, um, that something to consider. So let's just pray. And ask God to soften hearts, move mountains, whatever those mountains look like. So he called her and he said, can I talk to you? I've decided to step out of that entanglement. 
that I was in immediately when he did just that one thing, doors started opening Mm. in the business. And so then it was a month later, she's at well done. She takes the call. She had to step outside. She comes back in white as a ghost, white. And I thought something bad had happened. So I actually paused and said, are you okay? She's like, I'm so much better than okay. And I'll, I'll tell you when we're done praying. Because we start in prayer and we end in prayer. Prayer was done. And she said, I just got a call with somebody that I was trying to work with. It was a very big deal. And he had said he wanted to go with somebody else. He just thought that he could get a better deal with a, with a larger entity than us. Because that's what their competition is. So he called after doing all of this research and trying to fedagle and trying to negotiate rates and things like that. He realized that not only were they the best people to work with, but she was the only one that just told the truth. Consistent. Mm. And, um, and as much pushback as he gave, um, she said, well, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I understand what you're trying to do. I actually can't do that. And, and the Jesus in me will not let me lie to you. Yeah. So go and go and have all the conversations that you need to have, but I'm just telling you the truth. It's just who I am. Yeah. Came back to her and that was a $2.3 million. Oh, amazing. That was one of two that happened the same day. So I was like, so that's, she said, she, she called it her dead file. Like there's nothing else I can do. It's her dead file. And I was like, Lazarus, you need to rename that file. <laughs> and so everybody in the room has their own Lazarus file. Yeah. Because God is in the business of resurrecting dead things. Can these dry bones live? Oh, yeah. Tells you. That's wonderful. I love that. And and just to watch all of these things happen. And I have told God, I'm sorry so many times for kicking and screaming. Like, I can't believe I tried to tell you that. Thank you for not just letting me tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, he knows our needs, doesn't he? And he knows what, what uh, business people need and um, definitely the strength of God to do what they're doing. And and to work with the public, that's very difficult nowadays. Also, uh, people aren't as pleasant as they used to be, or respectful, you know, and honest. Ooh, so uh, it's kind of a wild atmosphere to conduct business in, and um, very difficult probably to maneuver without the wisdom of God. But when we have the wisdom of God, it's just remarkable, isn't it? What he will tell us on the inside about people or situations mm-hmm. or business deals, you know, well, you see them differently without Jesus or even, yeah, I believe in Jesus, but you don't really have a relationship with them. Then it's just an acquaintance. You don't know Jesus. You're just acquainted with him. Right. And, and I don't want to be a Pharisee or a Sadducee. Right. And so when I actually stepped into alignment, his name, with my name, his will with my will, I had to partner up to him. His, his yoke is really easy and his burden is really light. And even when I try to fight and kick and scream, he's just gently consistent. And I wish I would have known this when I was 20, God, I'd be a millionaire. <laughs> but, um, but when you are actually yoked with Jesus, as he asks us to be, you yeah. see people differently. The most cantankerous, hateful Karen or Kyle, <laughs> sure. they're not cantankerous. They're not just 
horrible, difficult people to work with, they actually have a need. And this is how they're, this is the only way that they know how to say that they have a need and they don't know how to meet it and they don't know how to ask for it. And so they're just going to be difficult because, oh my gosh, if somebody sees that I have a need and that I'm not all put together the way I'm trying to put it out there that I am, um, somebody's going to take advantage of me. And I tell you, I, I, I didn't always, I wasn't always like this. I was just recently came into this understanding and it it really makes me want to cry because I'm a fighter. Mm -hmm. Fight. My mama said I should have been an attorney as many times as I, but it, it, I was fighting to be seen and heard. And now I see that in other people. Well, if you're fighting to be seen and heard, I'm going to see you and hear you. Yeah. And that's what Jesus does. Right. He, he hears us and he sees us and he loves us and he wants to meet our needs. Sure. And he's, he, the, the amount of love that I understand, even in a limited capacity now, like Paul said, you know, when I was a child, I thought like a child, but now I'm a man. Um, I'm in a different place or season, whatever you want to call it in my relationship with Jesus and, and my heart breaks and also overflows at the same time, which sounds like an oxymoron, you know, right. People, um, people are complicated, mm-hmm. but not really our, our needs are, are very much the same. And if we are willing to look at them through the love that Jesus has called us to look at people through then it's actually very uncomplicated and it's really easy. Yes, I believe that. Um, Owning a business, would you say that leadership skills are very important? Yes. (laughs) In in that. And and the Lord's uh, leadership is uh, is just amazing. In fact, I know that many study uh, the leadership principles of the Lord who aren't even Christians, but they, they've seen that, you know, in Jesus's life and, um, in his ministry. But, um, you know, he he leads, of course, by being a servant. And I've thought about that often. Of course, I'm in full-time ministry and have been in full-time ministry for 40 years, but, um, uh, and, and really a church is God's business. I mean, it's really a business, you know, <laughs> it's just his business. Right. Um, That's the difference. <laughs> yeah. But the, um, I think the, uh, uh, leading from being a servant, um, is, is so important for business under, uh, uh entrepreneurs and business owners to understand because, um, really you're offering a service. You're, you're being a servant to the public and, um, whatever you, whatever skills you have, you're using those to serve. And, uh, I, I think that nowadays, you know, customer service is certainly something that can be worked on, you know, in a very real way and, and learning the principles like you're teaching and facilitating, um, is so beautiful because they're, I, I would think these businesses and the business owners that you're uh, grouped together with um, would be learning these foundational truths that make all the difference in the world when somebody wants to do business with you. You, you know, you want someone kind, considerate that's listening to you. When I when I go into a business, I want somebody attentive. You know, that's that's hearing what I need and and really wants to serve and really wants and wants to appreciate me as a customer. You know? 
you as a customer. Yes. Yes. Just be a one and done. And I think all these are godly principles that, you know, don't you think that you're probably going over with your, with your book? Well done, I would think. Oh, yes. In fact, I, I heard uh, one of your after, um, what, what would you call it? After glow? After. <laughs> we used to call it recap, but it's not a recap. It's really, because there is a glow that lingers in the room afterwards. And it's, it's really beautiful to watch. Yeah. And this one girl had drawn a, drawn a house and you're talking about the foundation and I don't know what all there, but uh, you know, you could tell that she really had learned a lot that day and gotten a lot out of it. Oh yes. And um, so I just, I think it's a wonderful idea. I think I'm glad that God came up with the idea <laughs> and that you said yes. <laughs> um, I encourage our listeners to go on and watch some of your, and we'll have your information um, on the screen so they can watch Wonderful. what you're doing. Yeah. It's very important. I'm, so, I'm, it's such a delight to just be able to talk about it. Just I bet. About it, um, with anybody. I talk about this with anybody. Um, but sure. for just to understand that you, you may be doing business great, just fine on your own. Imagine what it would be like if there was divine sinews that were connected to it. Sure. Absolutely. Eternity. It doesn't just die dormant when you. Right. Yeah. And God wants people to be successful. Oh yeah. He wants businesses to be successful. And just knowing that helps your heart, you know, be strengthened when you're running a business. Um, I remember at our motel in Panama city beach, a family owned, um, uh, we would pray for customers. We would, you know, to come and we would, uh, say, you know, positive confessions, you know, we're going to be full tonight. We're going to have a no vacancy sign, up, you know, and, uh, we would have people come in and say, you know, we drove past this motel because Panama city beach at that time was full of motels oh, yeah. all up and down. You know, now they're more condominiums and all, but at that point in time, uh, this, you know, sixties and seventies. And, um, they said, you know, something just told us to turn around and come back here <laughs> and stay at this place. And they wouldn't even know, you know, that it was the Holy spirit or the leading of the Lord. They just said something told us to come back. And wasn't and, it awesome to know that God answered your prayer? Yes. Like just to know that there's a song that Chris Rice wrote and it was back when my kids were little. It's called smell the, smell the color nine. And, and for business, and I talk about this with business owners often, the lyrics on the first verse straight out the gate on the song is I would take no or an answer just to know I heard you speak. Mm. So to pray and ask God for something and then it tangibly, however it appears, but there's no denying that. Right. No denying it's not coincidental. God doesn't operate in coincidence. No. Uh, it's not magical. It truly is your father answered your prayer. Yeah. And those things are such faith builders. Yeah, they really are. Yeah. Because you started out as a child with your parents' business. You've been in full-time ministry for 40 years. That didn't come from something magical or whimsical. No. You know? Only the grace of God. <laughs> oh, only by his grace. 
Oh, yes. We sure have enjoyed this, Angel. We're going to have your website and everything up so that others can see what you're doing. And maybe as you progress along, you'll write your book and they'll want to get your book. It'll be quite the read. (laughs) Yeah, I believe that. And I I think it'll inspire others. And that's what we want to do. And the written word, you know, is so important. So I know that you'll get that done. That'll be a blessing. Maybe we can have you back on then and talk about your book. (laughs) That might come with disclaimers. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we thank God for you. And thank you for being with us today. Thank you so much. God bless you. God bless your ministry and your family. All of the blessings and protections that God can provide for you. Amen. I appreciate that. We receive that. Thank you. (sighs) Praise the Lord. Well, I'm telling you that, you know, um, we need to be open to hear when God speaks to us about doing something, even if, uh, just like Angel said, if you're Sometimes you don't even feel qualified. You don't, you think, well, I've never done this, or I, I, you know, haven't even heard of anybody doing this before. Um, but what a great group that she started. And it's so important what she's doing to encourage business owners and men and women, but especially women, I think, because uh, as we talked about, sometimes we lack the confidence we need to go forward with things and we just need encouragement and prayer sometimes. And that makes all the difference in the world. But um, I thank God for her. And if you've listened to this podcast and you've been blessed by it, call somebody else and tell them about it and let them listen and be encouraged as well. We want to empower you to prosper, to succeed and to do what God's put in your heart to do, whether it's business or family. You know, some women just want to be that homemaker and that family uh, person that's uh doing things, you know, in their home. That's fine. But if you want to be in the business world, you can do that as well. And then, of course, in ministry, um, we want to encourage all of you who are called to full-time ministry to answer that call and to be faithful and hear God say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. So until next time, God bless you and keep listening. Thank you again for joining us. And I just want to let you know that these Women of Substance podcasts are the first and third Fridays of every month. So we do two a month just to encourage and empower you and inspire you. Tell other people about them when you listen to them and it means something to you. Let some other people know about it because we really want to get the word into women's hearts that they are significant, they're important to God, and they can do what he's called them to do. If you would like to donate to Women of Substance podcast, uh, we appreciate your support because it does cost finances to get these done. And we uh, appreciate any support. Uh, We've had probably about 30,000 listeners. And uh, it's just so exciting to hear people tell me, Scarlett, I I heard this interview or I heard your teaching on this and it really helped me. It it brought me to a place of faith when I was struggling or, you know, a situation that um, it it got me through that situation. So um, if you would like to contribute also, you can do that by going to scarlethorton.com. Also, if you need prayer, uh, we would love for you to write prayer requests. We love to pray, and we love to pray for any needs that you have. 
at office at scarlethorton.com. Also, contact us. We have a Grace and Faith magazine that we put out usually once a quarter, and it gives information about Horton Ministries. My husband, David Horton, and I travel overseas a lot. We give reports of where we've been and the many people that have gotten saved and filled with the Holy Ghost, the miracles that God does. And I know that you would love to read that magazine as well. So let us know if you'd like it. And then we want to invite you, if you're in the Tampa Bay area on vacation, or maybe you live down here and you didn't know that there is a Word of Faith Grace Church called Grace Harvest Church, and it's in holiday And uh, we would love to have you come. We have services uh, Sunday morning at 10 and Wednesday night at 7. So I know that you would love our church. Then also on our website, we have a lot of faith building resources. David has written some books and I've written a book and a workbook. And then we have some new books coming out very soon. So uh, these resources would help you. And they're uh, scarlethorton.com and you can go on and see those if you would like to purchase those. And then if you would like to book us for an event, any kind of conventions or conferences, we love to minister and travel and preach as well. So uh, we'd love to do that. Again, if you need prayer, don't hesitate. We know God hears and answers prayer. God bless you.